How did Gymshark win 2020? Consumer research. They worked with a test to learn more about their audience's changing habits, then pivoted their business to meet those needs. Visit askatest.com slash D2C and use fast, accurate consumer research to get ahead. It's growth without guesswork. There's never been a better time to be a direct-to-consumer business. Join us as we uncover the strategies and scaling secrets of the world's most disruptive brands and agencies. This is DTC Podcast. You watched the Bo Burnham special yet? You haven't heard the Jeff Bezos song? I heard Eamon sent me that. I have heard it. My friend who reviews films like every year, he has this top 10 films that I love. He says this is like the best thing he's seen in a long time. It's this Bo incredible. Thing. It's a yeah. masterpiece. It is so good. It is nice. so, so good. Yeah. Clifford's awesome. been talking about it for like three days. He keeps making jokes and then being like, oh, you wouldn't get that. You haven't seen the Bo Burnham special yet. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. This is amazing. We're actually going to start this podcast with this stinger for the first time ever. We're just going to roll right into a podcast. And I think we're even going to keep the Bo Burnham plug just at the beginning, just to get a real, some real, you know, honest, honest talk. Uh, and uh, if, if we get approval here from, uh, from Clifford and Seth, because they, they haven't, they haven't dropped too many, uh, you know, personal opinions yet, but welcome to all killer, no filler. I'm Eric Dick, uh, the host here. It is Thursday. Uh, we're not filming on Friday because I'm going camping this weekend, which I'm really excited about. Uh, but we thought it would be a great opportunity with Prime Day just around the corner, Amazon Prime Day. We thought it would be a great idea to bring together uh, our Amazon buying team, our Amazon team to uh, discuss what we can do to prep for Prime Day, what we should have already done for Prime Day uh, that you have to make sure you're doing next year. And then actually on Prime Day, is there anything that you can do to really um, you know, boost your sales on that day, maximize your presence, maximize the longevity uh, and the value that you drive from it. Uh, before we get started, you got to go to directtoconsumer.co, which is our newsletter. You can subscribe to our twice a week D2C marketing newsletter for free. Uh, and it will be your uh, condensed, it will be also a condensed summary of all the great insights that we provide in this podcast. So no, no pressure, guys. Uh, who wants to start with the things that we sh that you should be doing right now to maximize Prime Day? Um, right now is a tough one. Uh, the the before Prime Day, there's a lot leading up to it that you should do. But right now, um, a lot of it would be probably double checking everything beforehand. Like it's too late for you to worry about inventory now. If it's not there, it's not going to get there in time anymore. Uh, making sure all your listings are dialed in right now. Making sure everything's ready to go. If you're going to be running some sort of um, like promo or something like that, some sort of deal, some sale, uh, making sure that you have everything in place you need for that, which could mean that you have an Amazon store page set up or you change your store header and you schedule that. You make sure your sales scheduled properly. Um, we like to run on some of our, some of our clients that run bigger sales on prime day, we'll switch up like our second listing image or something like that for prime day. So getting that prepped and ready for, for that, just to point out to consumers that this sale is specifically for prime day when they get to the listing and it kind of helps with that. Um, I don't think we run a lot of prime day specific campaigns. I think it's a possibility if you had a really, really unique product with the really broad appeal there might be a hope there to go after some prime day related keywords, but 
they are insanely competitive and expensive. So you would have to have something that really appeals to the masses or, or is, is, or is really deeply discounted. So, you know, if you had a pet food or something, if someone's searching prime day pet food deals or pet deals, maybe you had something that's kind of unique and is also deeply discounted for prime day, then running some ads to that might make sense. But I would almost always recommend not doing it just because it's incredibly expensive and usually not worth it. You'd really have to go big or go home there. You'd have to have, so, you know, you're selling something at a loss leader and you're getting them into your funnel in other ways or something, but you, you have to have a, a big plan there or a big margin, I imagine. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that we, we run, um, depending on the, on the brand, we run two different strategies for Prime Day. So if you're already an established brand with an established market share and you're not really in like a growth phase, Prime Day is a great opportunity to make a lot of money. Uh, you can run ads relatively profitably. You don't have to make too many like big, large bid changes or budget changes. Just take advantage of the huge increased traffic on the day. Do a good job, like I said, with listing images and whatnot. Run a little bit of a sale and, and make a lot of profit. Uh, if you're in the growth phase, you're on the other side of that where you're likely going to be more aggressive with your advertising you're going to probably run a deeper discount on your product and you're using Prime Day as a way to gain ranking in comparison to the brands that are more established and aren't going as aggressive on Prime Day. So you're basically outbidding them for ad placements and trying to capture sales that might have went to your competitor brand that's already established market share. You're trying to take it away from them, give it to you. And Prime Day is a great day to do it because there's so much more traffic on the site. You can really accelerate your ranking growth on the platform in these two days. Interesting. And and how how long do these effects last? Like if you're talking about someone taking taking market share from these big boys at this time, is that something that they see residual effects? You see on your accounts residual effects on you've sort of leveled up for, for the rest of the year? Yeah, 100%. If you if you continue to maintain it, of course, there's there's a level that you have to continue to maintain. But I think last year's Prime Day, we were seeing something like five, six times the traffic of a, of a day regular before, possibly even up to 10 times as much traffic as, as the day before. So you're literally getting, you know, eight to 10 times, up, up to eight to 10 times, depending on your niche traffic, a regular day. If you can take advantage of that in drastic effect compared to your competition, Amazon sees that or Amazon's algorithms see that as a, a large reason to push your product more. And it just, if you can take that and then continue to push it above your competition on from there, you could definitely just parlay that all the way into the rest of the year. It was easier to say it was a strong strategy last year because it was leading right into Q4 when Prime Day was in October. Uh, Prime Day is back to a normal date here in somewhere in the middle of the summer here in late June. So uh, it's a little tougher to say that you could parlay it all the way into Q4, but if you play your cards right, you definitely can. Do we think Prime Day will be as big, you know, Prime Day last year in October, you know, it was like heart of the pandemic sort of thing. Um, you know, do we think, and so there, you know, there was a huge boost in e-commerce and online sales then. Do we think this Prime Day will be as big or bigger? Do, we, do you think it'll just continue that, that escalating trend? You know, I think that Amazon is always like really smart about when they make Prime Day happen. And I think that their strategy here was probably like vaccinations are rolling out. People are getting back to real life. Um, like that buy intent is kind of there anyway. People are going to travel and stuff. So like 
I think a lot of people's initial reaction would be to say like, no, it's definitely not going to be as big. We're not like in the heat of COVID right now, but you know, people are going to start doing stuff again. And there's and an upswing. It, yeah. That like that buy intent is there. It, I think people need a little bit of a nudge to do it, but that's exactly what prime day is. And I think a lot of people are probably, if anything, people are going to think that they don't need to work hard for this prime day. Cause they're like, eh, it's not really as important as like that mid COVID thing. But like, I think it's going to be a big one for sure. Is there any way you can translate that through your listing, through your ads, that sort of sense? Like, obviously there's certain products that it let, you know, pool toys or things that, that people use to express freedom and fun games, badminton sets, pickleball, like all those kinds of things people wanting to get back out into the world. Any other thoughts on how to sort of like capitalize on that trend with your Amazon listing for prime day? I got I'm trying to think it's, it's a hard one. Cause uh, I mean, obviously if you have a product that is good for like the time of year, I'd be almost, I'd be more inclined to like discount it more just to drive more revenue. Right. Um, but I, I don't know about products that aren't really part of that whole like seasonality thing. Yeah. Not sure. There's not as much room for angle and, and, and yeah, things like I, that. You really just got to kind of tell things like they are. I mean, with, uh... you can kind of, you can always, you know, you can always change your listing images or your bullets or even your A plus to be, I mean, you should change it as much as possible to be as like segmented to whatever time of year it is and whoever you're trying to sell to, but yeah, I'm not sure if Clifford has anything else to say though. Yeah, I think a lot of the way that we try to run anything like that, like maybe your product does have some sort of angle that it does work for that. That's where we always try to utilize those sponsored brand to store ads. So we run that that top of search ad with a, a headline that matches that, that keyword intent. So if someone is, I don't know, maybe you sell a, a ball that's not normally used on the beach and you wanna push it as being a beach ball, uh, then if, if you use that in your, your keyword search in your, in your headline and then you build out a store page that shows how it could be used for that intent and you also on Prime Day switch out some of the imagery on that store page to show that it's a deal that they're getting and it's specifically this day's deal, I think that funnel can work really well and it's basically the only place you have to build that funnel on Amazon. Order Groove's subscription platform enables merchants to rapidly scale recurring revenue, deliver a superior subscriber experience, and maximize subscriber lifetime value. Leading merchants utilize Order Groove's powerful tools, promotions, and AI-powered personalization to drive subscriber enrollment, optimize subscriber retention, and increase average order value. Visit ordergroove.com DTC to request a complimentary audit of your existing or future subscription program. So, so just, yeah, you said this earlier, but just to be very clear for people, you're saying, you said the second image in a set, you'd often want to have some reference to prime day. You still want the first image to be like the standard product. Second image you, should, you could have what your deal is and some sort of call out about prime day. Yeah. You, you could try switching out the first image, but you're, you're towing a line there. Of, uh, <laughs> it's, it's very much not on, not in regulation, not in Amazon's regulations. If you switch out your first image to not just be your product on a white background, but if it's only for two days, it's good. well, you might want to. If if you think if you think it's a big enough way that you can make it look good and drive traffic and conversions, it might be worth it to break the rules for a couple of days and you know risk versus reward. I've I've heard I've heard you uh, express this uh, this sentiment before, and I come from a long line of affiliate marketers in the, in the the early you know before 2010, let's say, and. Uh, and there was that that mentality of, of of risk and reward all the time. It's interesting. It's it's alive and well on uh, on Amazon. I want do, do either of you have any like what's your best like Prime Day story like in terms of 
you know, what you what you were able to achieve or or what the what what in terms of you don't have to name the company or anything, but just like what what's a good sort of like result you've helped achieve during a Prime Day that you're you're proud of? I'm trying to think of what we did last year. I think me and Clifford are probably both thinking of the same example yeah. of one specific brand that yeah, it was humongous. I think it, it ten ten times did yeah. sales, right? If not more than that. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it was so great because it was mid Q4, right? So we had that amazing prime day and then it just, it was like uphill from there. So it was, it was really good. What yeah. vertical was it? Home decor type item. Oh, home decor yeah. type item. Yeah. Oh, but it, um, a lot of, a lot of what we did to drive it was um, we did, we started the sale early. So we started it a few days early and we started also running Facebook traffic to Amazon as well. Not a lot, but. Um, because it's this odd thing where you can't put a pixel on Amazon, of course, right? So you can't you can't feed Facebook what's converting and what's not. So it, it can only do so much for the optimization. And then on top of that, it's even hard to measure performance because attribution that is available on Amazon, like maybe running to a store page or using their attribution tool, both of those still aren't 100% either. Uh, so even feeding it back and trying to judge it, you you're not really, you're kind of, you're really in the dark. Uh, so you really just have to measure for a total lift on, on how you're doing compared to typical and, and just kind of measure across the board. But what we found is that those ads were running at a positive ROAS to their Shopify site while they were actually directing to Amazon. So we knew for a fact that even if a few of these people are, are converting on Amazon, which we're sure they were, uh, that these must be working because we're getting a positive ROAS to Shopify and it's not even directing to Shopify. So that's really interesting. This is what this, I remember this is a year ago, we were talking about the Facebook Amazon bridge, which was uh, you can reach back and, and watch the podcast on that. Uh, if you're listening there, it was, it, are, is, is that something we're going to do again this year or is it, so was that something client specific, more experimental? Are, are we doing that again? It was more experimental. I think we are likely doing it again in a couple cases. Um, we, I would say we've switched up our strategy of how we're doing it now. And we're a lot more store focused. A lot of that has come from Amazon building out more of the store in that time and allowing you to put more there and more branded focus. Um, so yeah, a little bit more store focused. And I, th I think there's a little bit better attribution there that's possible. Um, and we also just like have just general learnings of what creative works and headlines and whatnot work from, from last year. Nice. Uh, so like how plugged are you guys into Amazon? Like just in, in your daily lives, are you guys, are, are you guys big Amazon fans? I'm sure like what, like what's your, what's your sort of just take on what Amazon is in the world? How much can we rag on Amazon? What if yeah. we like really, really don't like them, but they have provided an amazing marketplace for people. That's they, how I feel. Hypothetically, hypothetically, what if that's the case? They, yeah. They, yeah, I'm, we do have some Amazon listeners, but I'm sure they know, right? Like I'm sure anyone who's got their hands on the tools all the time is always going to have a love, a love hate relationship with, with a platform. You know, it's, it's sort of inevitable. It's a fantastic, amazing marketplace that they've built for consumers. Yeah. Yeah. For, for sellers, it is much more of a headache. And I think they know that. Um, so it, I don't know, anyone who is is running an Amazon uh, and has to deal with their seller support and all the problems and different shady sellers hijacking your UPCs or your listings or screwing with your reviews or 
inventory issues caused by Amazon or any of the million headaches that they give you uh, will know that it's not a fun playground to be in, but I mean, it's where all the customers are because Amazon's done such a good job building their consumer side of things that yeah. you kind of have to be there. Any suggestions for how, it's funny, it's, I, I've, I've been around marketers for 15 years now and they all, you know, there's suggestions for like, oh, you should be doing it like this or this, you know, and you shouldn't do it this way. But every time you actually examine those those things, it's usually just because they've chosen to prioritize the customer experience, right? And it's just in, inevitably, it's, you know, in that game, you're coming from it from the other perspective. But are there is there anything that you think that Amazon could do to make sellers' lives easier without, uh, you know, uh, affecting the, the customer experience? Um, my main one I've been thinking, and I, I've spoken with a rep that we've spoken to at Amazon before, is a lot of the reason that Amazon's had to put in these regulations is because of the freedom that they allow for people just to come on and sell. So there's a lot of very shady sellers trying to like, you know, sell counterfeit products and whatnot on the site. And so Amazon has had to really crack down and do things like not let you comment on your own reviews anymore and, and things like this that you would think would just be common sense. Um, and so what we've, we, we've discussed before is just having some sort of like process that you go through that like proves that you're not that, which mm. is supposed to be their brand registry process, but that's become a lot more saturated, I think. And a lot of the shady sellers make it through that as well. So uh, maybe some sort of like, I don't want to say star rating is such an Amazon thing, but like some, some sort of process that you could prove like yeah. over time, like your account health and maybe you get access to other features or you get access to a dedicated support rep and things like that. Cause as far as we've found that, uh, <laughs> even, even paying for Amazon's support, which you can pay an extra fee to Amazon monthly to pay for a support person, they still don't give you much better support than just calling in as any other seller. Which <laughs> that's not that support great. Is, uh, that's interesting. Okay. So you got to fix your support. If you're listening, Jeff, uh, you got to, you got to fix that seller support. Uh, definitely. Uh, I think that's good advice. And, 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 you know, and this, I should clarify too, we were talking earlier about bending the rules and things like that. Uh, that's, that, that's sort of irrelevant in the scale of what people try to get away with on Amazon. Like Amazon is like brute force attacked. I feel like by sellers, like across the board, whether it's just spamming with different variations or like, I think, I think there's a lot of effort to, to perpetually try to spam Amazon from shady actors. It's hilarious you bring it up today because literally today we were just uh, some small, small news story came out of there is like a posture corrector item sold by some uh, overseas manufacturer who is selling it, uh, who they hijacked the reviews from Amazon's Echo Dot. So all of the reviews on their posture corrector, they had tens of thousands of reviews, were all for the Amazon Echo Dot. Amazon's own product got their like reviews hijacked because how poorly their backend system is set up to allow like any seller to do this. So it's just an amazing example that even their own listings, they can't keep, keep track of this. Oh so. my goodness. And, and it's funny, you look at other platforms and they did like Google, Facebook, like they put so much energy into the, the ad side of their business, let's say specifically and making, and, and there, there's always been, you, but you, we butted heads with it at different times. Um, but, but it feels like, yeah, it feels like Amazon's got to, got to put a little bit more attention into their sellers, uh, seller section. I'm glad we could hash this out today, guys. <laughs> any, any big weekend plans? 
I think me and Clifford are both gonna be gaming all weekend. What's what's your game? <laughs> oh man, this is so embarrassing. But I've been playing I've been playing Sims a lot lately. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if that counts as gaming. My, my wife likes Sims. Definitely. I love Sims, man. That's <laughs> so cool. What about you, Cliff? Uh, I'm playing the Burning Crusade Classic all over again. World of Warcraft, 15 years ago, remade. Fantastic. Amazing. Can't get away from it. Incredibly addicted. And because yeah. we're going nerdy, I got to ask my question that I that we, you told me not to ask because it's too risky. But what does Optimus think of Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day? Oh, man. I asked one of our junior buyers. I, I said, Eric is going to ask me this question. What would you say? And he, <laughs> he said, let me find it. It's actually pretty good. He's good at this kind of stuff. He said, Optimus has been primed for Prime Day since last Prime Day. And he says you need to be too. That, that's oh well then we'll just leave it there guys thanks so much for coming on today this was a good free-flowing podcast i think we might have to try it more like this a little bit more often so i i, I thank you for giving me the confidence uh, that, that we could riff uh it's been interesting so so thanks for your inputs today guys awesome thanks eric okay peace yeah. if you're still listening make sure you go to directtoconsumer.co right now and subscribe to our twice a week newsletter uh, we've got lots of great options there. Um, we're going to be rolling out a lot of exciting things in, in the next little while. So make sure you stay tuned and uh, yeah, share the podcast, rate the podcast. Uh, thanks again, everyone. Bye-bye.